Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Geekish Cast Live for November 2nd, 2017. And that theme song always makes me want to slap somebody's mama. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, um, I, of course, am your host, Jeremy. And I just want to say, I always knew Kevin Spacey was a Russian spy. Joining us tonight ah. <laughs> is our uh, co-host. Explained so much. So much. Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? Hey, what's going on, dude? <laughs> Paul's Paul's got a significant amount of sleep deprivation going today. I believe it's a uh, a U.S. Air Force experiment they're running on him. Yeah, and Canadian whiskey's involved too. So that's uh-huh. all right. Oh, there, there we go. Also, deadly combination. Yeah, reinforcing the internationalness of our show. Also, yeah, our other Ottawa. co-host. Yeah, our other co-host Joe from Joe on Joe. He puts the sexy in G.I. Joe. Joe Slepsky, everybody. So hey, everybody. It's so true. It's so true. I bring the sex appeal to G.I. Joe. <laughs> Indeed. It's a heavy lift, too. It's, it's yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And also joining us is Vancouver's favorite goalie, beer maker, and I hear he acts from time to time, Fred Awanek. What's happening, Fred? Hey, how's it going? Well, first off, thank you for joining us. We've uh, you know dusted off a seat here to you know kind of class to join up for your presence. So thank you for being here. Oh, don't class up on my account, jeez. <laughs> Paul, Paul's even not drinking filthy uh, Kentucky whiskey. He's drinking real yeah. Canadian whiskey today. Canadian. Yeah. Oh, I hope it, that's uh, yeah. I was gonna say like you guys, uh, you guys got uh, nukes and like modern the weaponry. We've just got rye whiskey that we try to get everybody sloshed on. Well, I enjoy your things better. Okay, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, guys, um, we're going to jump right into it. Um, uh, Fred, you'll get the hang of this as we go. The first thing we do is what we're geeking out about this week. For you, it could be beer-making equipment or some goalie equipment, whatever. But, uh, Joe, what are you geeking out about this week? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm geeking out about Thor Ragnarok, man. That's all I'm focused oh, on right yeah. now. That's, I mean, uh, it's... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. I mean, I, preemptive geeking, preemptive yeah, geeking, pretty much. Yeah, I got. I got to actually figure out when I'm going to get to it because this is also the weekend I interview Kevin Eastman. Oh, nice! So, Dude, yeah, awesome. Yeah, um, and you know, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Kevin Eastman being one of the creators of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I got to figure out all that as well. That's so, awesome. yeah, Paul, what are you geeking out about this week? Uh, I am geeking out about Stranger Things season two. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that was my thing. Because <laughs> I absolutely love that show. I finally I've been to watch it in two days, and it was fantastic. I'm also ge- geeking out about Thor Ragnarok because I can't wait to watch it. I haven't figured out time to watch it yet, but yeah, Stranger Things. I mean, I'm just like got a stupid grin on my face when I watch that show. That's awesome. <laughs> 
And Fred, how about you? What are you geeking out about this week? I was also geeking out about Stranger Things. I like. Yeah. Uh, I was totally, totally into it. My, my wife and I, we. Uh, it took us three days to binge watch it. So I'm a. I'm not as quick. Not as quick as Man. Baller, but. Uh, yeah. You it guys was pretty were on awesome. Roll. Yeah. 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 I don't need to sleep. So. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. Um, Sleep's over. Yeah. Later. So. <laughs> well, so yeah, I, I've actually I've already got my Star Wars tickets. I'm really geeking out about getting to interview Kevin Eastman. I'm geeking out about Thor, but I, I do want to take a special moment to focus on something else. Uh, a my second favorite Canadian TV show has just done a wrap up episode. It's Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, the end of the end, and um, I don't know if everybody got a chance to watch it, but I did get us a screener for it, and that's yeah. what I'm geeking out about right now. Um, so, Fred, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Todd is actually played by a kid who was on Corner Gas. Uh, I, I, I thought I recognized him. Yeah, he was in the Fondue uh, episode. Yeah, I'm going to take a, uh, a leap here, and he was younger. Back, right? He was a bit younger, but we were <laughs> all younger when that came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's it's funny you say that because when I, I didn't, I didn't see the, uh, I did watch the screener, so I saw the, uh, I saw the movie, which was really confusing, watching the end of something. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I can see how that would be. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? What's happening right now? But uh, so then I started going back and and catching, looking at some clips, and yeah, okay, well that's why I was like, that Todd dude looks familiar. Yep. He was, um, oh, I can't remember the character's name, but in the fondue episode where everybody on Corner Gas was getting hooked on fondue and yeah. Brent and Lacey had uh, job shadows. He was That's the right. kid that played, yeah, he was the job shadow. So uh, that, and then yeah. he, went, he went on to bigger oh. and better things. That's right. He also, <laughs> that um, the end of the end was made by the same animation studio that's handling the Corner Gas animated series. Yeah, you were saying, you know, there's oh. a lot, there's like, that's, there's like a bunch of corner gas connections and there's the Todd, the dude, he he was in it. And then mm-hmm. both shows got a, both shows got a best ensemble Gemini for, uh, for you Americans. That's our, uh, that's our Emmys. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, well, actually they don't, ex- they don't exist anymore. Now we just have the, we couldn't afford a film awards night and uh tv <laughs> awards night anymore so now it's just one but back then we had our own tv awards night called the gemini's that's pretty awesome um well, i don't know paul do you, do you should we explain what corner gas is i, I think there's for, enough i mean just just for you know people that may like what are they talking about corner gas uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh there might well, be some americans I, somewhere that don't know what we're talking about Okay, yeah. Well, Corner Gas was a Canadian TV show from 2004 to 2009, Fred. Is that right? Oh, you know better than me, man. I don't pay attention. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that was it. Uh, Fred it was uh, Fred was in it as Hank Yarbo, but he will also be reprising the role of Hank Yarbo in January when Corner Gas, the animated series, starts and we get new episodes of the show, basically, again. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I have a job again, which is even better. Even better. Oh no, see, Fred. See, I have an idea. We're gonna we're gonna pitch a, a podcast where you talk about beer and hockey, and I'm your co-host, and then somebody will pay us something for it. That's what I think we're gonna oh. work on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so. Wait a minute. Is that is that how podcasts are supposed to work? <laughs> yeah, yeah Joe, I did wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we've apparently got the whole thing wrong from the start here, but yeah. Yeah. My, my, only, my only stipulation is that we get to drink beer 
while doing the podcast. Otherwise, I'm out. Are, uh, Fred, are you drinking a beer now? Maybe. No, I am. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. I thought that was a given. <laughs> yeah, I just assumed that was part of it. Um, yeah, so that's what we're all geeking out about this week. It looks like Stranger Things wins. It wins. Yay, Yay Stranger Things. High five, yeah. I'm high-fiving my buddy there. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks like that wins. Oh, a couple pieces of news I wanted to hit real quick. Dominic Davi, who was our uh, guest last week, oh, two weeks ago, yeah. sent me sent me a story saying that Ron Howard has admitted that they reshot 80% of Solo, a Han Solo Star Wars side story motion picture tele, telefilm <laughs> event story. Did I get that name right? What? Nailed it. Nailed it. Jeremy, you cannot start any story about Hollywood with the words as admit not today. Not the not the few weeks. Do not Ron Howard has admitted anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna go play for Ron. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, Howard has finally gonna be a uh, he's breaking up on me. Am I the only person getting that? No, I, no, I'm losing him too. Okay. Joe, where'd you oh, go? It's probably, it's probably for the best. It wasn't funny of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we will all laugh because it could have been a good joke and we just didn't. Oh my it. God. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, also everybody, Orville got signed for a second season. Yeah. And I know, oh. I know we've gone around the bend on this show a couple times where some of us, <laughs> Didn't like it, but it's I will be back. Yeah, I've come around. On. I've come around on it. I really enjoy it. I do. Me too. Me too. I think it's. I'll I think it's, worth, it's definitely worth the second season. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I thought the trailer was amazing. And I don't have cable. I can't afford it, so I gotta wait till it comes out on uh, something. Um, oh, here, I watch it. All. <laughs> well, Fred, Fred, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Okay. I uh, I might okay. be able to help you out with something. All right, I didn't want to admit to anything, but yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and we'll move along there. But yeah, second Top season, that's pretty awesome. Whose dog is that? Not mine. Okay. Not mine. Mine, uh, yeah, mine on drugs. <laughs> yeah, yours doesn't have the strength to bark right now. No. <laughs> that's such I'm a sad joke on my part, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our... Let's get into our big stories. Um, so I hear Squirrel Girl needs a new tree to hang out in. Paul, what's going on with that? So apparently uh, Freeform is not going to play the new Mutants television show. So New, new Warriors. New Warriors. New Warriors, sorry. Yeah, New Warriors show. So uh, this streaming stuff is like I'm trying to wrap my head around all this streaming things. So I don't know if they're going to – so Disney's shopping around for network for this show that they filmed – or starting to film, so I don't know. But they only want to hear it on one they own, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to save it for their new Disney streaming show or or what. It's weird when they're making shows only for streaming now. It's just well, it's the way it is. We're going to plan for it. Yeah. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go broke with all the damn streaming services in the future here. Yeah. (laughs) Might as well get cable. Yeah. Yeah. I might as well go back to cable because here's the thing: because then you pay for the service and you still get shitty commercials. That's true. Yeah, I'm not real happy true. about it. Yeah, but now this is uh so new Warriors Squirrel Girl is the cute girl from the Verizon commercials, right? 
Yeah. Uh, she's one of those telecom girls, yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm probably going to watch the show just for eye candy, but now I sound like some kind of Ron Howard or something. Uh, it's a little, <laughs> it could be a little creepy. Yes. You leave Ron out of <laughs> Did I miss Ron. something? You got Ron Howard's still good, right? Did yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Ron, Ron Howard. Okay, that I'm aware of. Oh man, they're falling like flies every time I open the news. It's like, oh, him too. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's what you know. Um, I just saw before we went on the air. Jeremy Piven's getting accused of it, and I'm like, yeah. Jeremy Piven is the only guy with a, a toupee that I ever look at and go, I would wear that toupee. But you know, <laughs> that's just me. Wait, Dustin Jeremy Hoffman too, toupee? right? Like. The, yeah, oh Dustin Hoffman had something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now Dustin Hoffman, I can I can blame that on age, you know, because like my dad's in the hospital right now, and he's saying things to nurses that ten years ago would have been fine, but this week I'm like, dude, stop. Think of Dustin Hoffman. Don't say these things. <laughs> Do not say these things, man. Yeah. Oh, it's been a rough week. Get away with stuff like that. Oh, I know, right? Well, yeah, but so did George H. W. Bush. Did everybody cast that story? <laughs> Who's my favorite magician? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, but the great part is, is now you can ask who's my favorite president, and you still got the joke. I guess. I, You know, I, I, I'm all for it, though. Good good for everyone. Come out, you know. No, lift no, the no. shadows. Yeah. Lift the shadows. We don't live in the 50s. Um, yeah, that's, that's how that's going to work, but it is a rough week because I'm afraid to like, you know, I, I can't read the news anymore because first off, I'm just like, what, what stupid thing is our government proposing now? And oh my God, which of my heroes is in trouble? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It makes life hard guys. It really does. Yeah. Luckily, luckily I haven't had any heroes, you know, I haven't had any people that yeah, you already didn't have already a little sneaking suspicion on. Yeah, until it turned yeah. out Opie was dirty. Well, that's according to you. <laughs> yeah. I now, mean, if... no, no, Joe, that's a little bit I caught from you breaking up earlier. I'm, I'm blaming that all strictly <laughs> on you. Got it. Yeah, I was yeah. blowing the lid. I was blowing the, <laughs> the lid off of uh, what was the not Riverdale? What was the town? Uh, Mayberry. 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 Blowing the lid off of May, the the Mayberry sex scandal. Oh yeah. God! If that if that happens, mm-hmm. I move in with Fred. <laughs> hey, we got we got our share up here too, man. Oh God, Mayberry after dark. Yeah, but they're more polite about it in Canada. Yeah, we we they they yeah. tend to apologize after. I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, hey, you mind if I touch you? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hold Oh God. Okay. So the only person I I heard say a the whole time I was in Canada was Fred. Oh yeah, I, I was just doing it to you know to give you. Well, the whole he was experience. trying to make, yeah, he was trying to make me feel comfortable being there, so I understood yeah. it. I, yeah, you I got up, where you it came was coming up, from. You came up up to uh, up to Vancouver, the absolute worst time to come visit Vancouver. It's like the forest fires were raging. There's smoke. You couldn't open your eyes without crying. And it was a. Uh, I'm too. Uh, you got to come back up when it's normal, like raining all yeah, the time. That's the, next yeah. time it'll, it'll be spring or spring or fall is what we're gonna head there because. If if I were to snapshot my trip to Vancouver, I'd be like, yeah, it's always 105 degrees there, and it's smoky and fiery and 99% humidity, and nobody has air conditioning. So, Everyone talks you know. like Americans. Yeah, and it's just like being a, it's like being in America, except you don't know how far away anything is or what the temperature is the whole time. <laughs> That's right. That's true. 
Is that close or far? What's a kilometer? I don't know. I don't get these things. I do. I do miss Molson's, however. Yeah. Molson's. Yeah, I like that Molson's. Dude. Yeah, it was eight, it was eight it was eight ninety nine plus uh, you know uh, the VAT it was a, it was a pretty good deal because Budweiser <laughs> was like forty five bucks a six back there. I grew up Jeez. with strange I grew up with strange brew the McKenzie Brothers for life. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. one of that was one of my early jams. That's good <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. there's some solid Canadiana for you right there. Yeah, yeah. they did a re, they did a reunion show up at Second City Toronto recently. And, like, I would have given an eye tooth to be there. Oh, yeah, I would have liked to have been there, too. That would have been yeah. amazing. I, tickets, I, I went, tickets, tickets were ridiculously hard to get. I went to, uh, I went to the, this uh, comedy uh, fundraiser thing, and Dave Thomas just by himself was up telling stories, like Hollywood stories and stuff. And I, I could have just listened to that guy go on and on. He, he's, he's the best, that guy. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, I didn't know Rick Moranis was doing anything. I thought he was still firmly retired. Yeah, Isn't he? Wait, that's not Rick Moranis. No, Dave Thomas. No, is, and, yeah, uh, but Rick Moranis was Rick Second Moranis. City. Rick Moranis. Yeah, was yeah. City was it is Rick Moranis, and, and he is yeah. he is still pretty retired. But um, yeah, he can, you know he's he's. I saw an interview with him where he's he's not committed to being a hundred percent retired. It's just he doesn't like anything that they give him to do. Gotcha. Right. Okay. He was doing. All he was doing a bunch of voice stuff too. I think. Really? Okay. I thought so. I could be wrong. I'm, I took I took a lot of pucks to the head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. On that note, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. So uh, Disney has started playing hardball over the Last Jedi. Um, they are upping their percentage that they are demand. <laughs> they're they are making harder demands on movie studio or uh, uh, movie Theater. theaters than anybody has ever done. Um, how much longer till we see that movie studios just own the theaters where their movies play? Well, it's legally they can't do that now, but well, you know, with Trump, with Trump in the office, I mean, you know, with, that's, that's any, the next horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, it's the next horrible regulation that's keeping the man down. <laughs> yeah, that's going to I mean, be part I'm, of this tax bill. Yeah, exactly. But legally, they can't. They can't do that now. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this. Take. 65% of the sales of the revenue. Well, yeah, but also if you um if you violate it they'll bump it to 70. Mhm. Wow. And you want to talk about just put that's like that's putting a gun to a movie theater's head. They know they can't get by without Star Wars. So therefore they can write all the other rules except open their own movie theater so far. We're right on the edge of the monopoly there anyways, right? Because soon they're going to have their own streaming, uh, their own streaming channel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's only the the letter of the law that's being followed with that, Joe, and not the spirit of it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, the only thing they can do is just not show the movie. But yeah, and and what do you do then? Do you show <laughs> art films? <laughs> like anybody's going to go see those. Yeah, I got a I'm bunch of show I, a Disney movie. Yeah. I got a bunch of Canadian films that can't get a screen. We could show those. There you go. Um, yeah, we could do that. Actually, we do that right here at the State Theater in Modesto, California. <laughs> uh, so, Fred, would that be like Young Triffy has been made away with? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Which is a fantastic movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, you saw that. You're like one well, of the 10, maybe 11 people, including my mom. Yeah. 
Well, it, yeah. I've seen it twice, even. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, but, I, I, like, how much longer are theaters going to be around? Like, you know, like with... I don't know. Are the think, days of uh, the, are days numbered for like the big movie houses? I mean, like until they until for me until they figure out a way to do 3D without having to wear those freaking glasses, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a big deal for me anymore. Like you go down in your basement, you got a huge TV surround sound system. Just to start streaming it, are they going to start streaming it like right away? Like release it like mass streaming instead of uh, theaters one oh, day in our life. I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure same. I'm sure same day home video release is coming pretty quickly. But okay. as long as they do big summer blockbuster movies, as long as Disney has the Avengers, Star Wars, and there's Superman and Batman, and people will still show up and blow a whole lot of cash on a weekend, we'll have mm-hmm. theaters. And I'm sure you know, you know, like we've seen with D Box and the moving, you know, the moving boxes and surround sound yeah. and 3D. You know, they're going to have to gimmick the hell out of it, and it's only going to be these certain movies that get there, and then everything else is going to be a $1 million passion project that goes straight to VOD on, on release. That's what I think is going to happen. That's what I think's happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe, you're, yeah, you're right there. Next to, yeah, Joe, you're right next to Hollywood. What, what do you think is going to happen in the future of uh, movie distribution? Oh, uh, I mean... It's VOD is just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, you know, I've got that movie pass, which mm-hmm. uh, actually this week mm-hmm. I've, I've been off work. I've been using it a ton. Uh, it, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I got, honestly, I, I hate to not have an answer for you there. I love no, going fine. to the movies. I love going to the movies. I love the Me big too. screen experience. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the gimmicks, you know, whether it's 3d or, you know, whatever sense around stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think there's always going to be a place for it. I just, how much money does the studio want to not make? I don't know. Yeah. How, how hard can we gouge everybody on our way through the door, I think, becomes the question, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fred, I mean, is there, do you have any insight from, you know, ha- having done small movies? I mean, what are your thoughts on the matter? Would you prefer VOD to become the norm? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm the same. I love going to the theater, but it's become. I don't. I'm not. I'm also not a fan of the gimmicks. Like that's not a draw for me. It's it's the mm-hmm. movie, and uh, I get kind of annoyed. I think I get annoyed with people. They don't. Uh, there's just so much stuff going on. Like people are on their phones. Or people are getting up uh. all the time. You know, all that stuff drives me nuts. Like it, it, if if going to a movie was more like uh, a, a going to like live theater where it was. You know, they went back to the days where there was the intermission, where that's when everybody went and got their treats or took a bathroom break. And, you know, once the the movie started, the doors were closed and that's it. Like, too bad. You can't get, you know, like if they made up more of a serious uh, uh, experience for me. But I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, that I'm an old guy. So the young kids seem to like to go to the theater and not actually watch the movie, talk and text the whole time and, and uh, film it with their camera. I don't know. So I don't, I, I don't I don't have an answer either. I don't know what the future is. I mean. Um, I don't know how they're making money, to be honest. I don't know how anybody's making money. They are, obviously, but I don't think they're yeah. making as much as they used to. Well, nobody makes as much as they used to. I mean, from actors to plumbers to, you know, everybody. Nobody's making the funds they used to make. Um, yeah. I mean, from Andy. from an actor's st- standpoint, like, getting the work, I know it's all changing. Because, like, net, net, up, up here in Vancouver, Netflix is doing a bunch of stuff. And they're under Canadian law anyway. I don't know what it's like in the States, but... 
they're considered uh, a, a streaming service, so they don't even have to pay like uh, a normal network would. So they're paying like uh, scale minus, and and they don't have to buy out or do residuals or anything because they're not technically a network or uh, a production company. So it's, hmm. it's this whole sort of transition into whatever is going to be the new norm is is kind of got everybody trying to figure out what's 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 going to shake out. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing too. It's like they've got. I assume there's excess labor now. There's always actors looking for work, right? Right. So yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody so in Vancouver is an actor. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed. Hold on, I actually noticed that when I was at the airport. I was like, oh hey, I've seen that person on a TV show. Oh, I've seen that person at a TV show. <laughs> well, it's, I thought there's people handed out their resumes and and uh, headshots. <laughs> oh, that was at the restaurants. <laughs> yeah, that was at the restaurants. Um, that was a weird experience. So, uh, guys, we went. My wife and I went to dinner with Fred and his wife. And then, as we're going, getting ready to leave the hotel the following morning, we turn on the TV. Corner gas is on, and then it was like a really weird, like, okay, now it's just too strange to have gone to dinner with somebody <laughs> and, and then see them on a TV show. That was <laughs> too weird. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people out there looking for work, and then there's all these streaming services and other, you know, Amazon's into it now. And you know Amazon's all about driving costs down. They even find ways to not pay the authors of the books when they started as a bookstore, you know. So, yeah. yeah. We're all going to be making four bucks an hour in the future, I think, is where we're headed. Uh, I no think the future, the future in entertainment anyway is owning content. I mean, I think that's the only way you're really going to – kind of get yeah. ahead like being being anything in the service side of things like actors and even I, I think you know crew all that kind of stuff unless you own the content I don't think anybody's I think it's gonna be tough to make a, a the living that people were used to anyway yeah yeah well you know, you know what I'm seeing and you know you guys will be way more in the loop than I am these guys doing web series now it seems like a really mm-hmm. cool possibility because it could get picked up somewhere that could lead to some money but also you can go and have a, you know, you can have an idea tonight and you can have some of it filmed by the, you know, evening, same time the next day. You can actually have something done in the can and ready to show, you know, depending on the special effects and whatever. I think yeah. that's kind of an amazing thing. You know, the, the bar to entry has gotten lowered so much that, like you're saying, Fred, you and a handful of friends can write something and actually go put it together pretty quickly now. Yeah, and that's that's exciting. That also lends to, uh, a whole bunch of crap. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yes, but, yes. It <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not. It's 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 a great because we, you know, you think, oh yeah, I could just go shoot this, and then you, you rush out there, and you you know, there's a reason why people spend so much time uh, creating, you know, mapping out a story and and character arcs and all that kind of stuff is because it, you know, without a, without a good story, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. So it's, you know, so but. It is it is exciting and you know it's great because there is a lot of people that that I know that you know can't get work or have been trouble getting work and they go and create their own stuff and and some of it yeah some of it's pretty awesome it's pretty amazing so well I think I think what we're dancing around really is 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 the YouTube model you know where you've got yeah. all these all these kids on YouTube who aren't necessarily the most talented kids in the world but there's something about them that resonates with, you know, the, the youth dollar. And so whether it's through Patreon or whether it's, you know, sending money over Twitch or 
you know, or even or advertiser and click clicked money on YouTube, people are just putting money directly in the po- pocket of the content creators. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Cutting out the middleman, but you know what you what you then get is you know content that's I don't not very polished. You know what I mean? Like it's there's a lot of there's a lot of content out there that's just not that good. Yeah, but there's a, it's, a lot it, of but it resonates and... with kids. But it's funny. Yeah. So think about it in 20 years. We look so we look back and we go, man, uh, 1982, 83, 84. We had you know, ET, Blade Runner, you know, Return of the Jedi, you know, like all these amazing sci-fi stuff. And in, and in 20, 30 years, people are gonna be like, man, I watched uh, Dimple Nut 69 on his <laughs> YouTube channel. and it was amazing and he talked all about the kardashians and all about you know uh, or i watched someone play a video game and i gave him all my money it was the best way to entertain myself the video the video gaming thing i i I can't wrap my head around that it's like yeah somebody says wait a minute wait 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 you you watch somebody play video games yeah yeah yeah, it's amazing why don't you play the video game like why you yeah yeah Yeah, so i that's that's yeah. That's where we're at. That's where the money is 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 going. Yeah, well, everything is going through a change. That's for sure. That's true. So yeah. somebody, some, you think people would watch me play Dig Dug? I, I, would. I would, Fred. I would. I I don't know that I'd I'd pay to watch it, but I'd be you know, like, hang out and watch you play it. Yeah. Why not? Are, no, well, it depends, Fred. Are you really good at Dig Dug? Uh oh, that's a good. I'm actually better at Spy Hunter. Maybe I should play Spy Hunter. I'm pretty solid at Spy Hunter. Uh, right yeah, I'm, I like Spy the, Hunter. Is that the car game? Yeah, the, car, the, 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 the gun, yeah. Peter Gunn theme. Dun, yeah, dun, that was. I remember. Yeah, I love that game. Oh, I miss that game. Oh man. Um. Okay, you know what? We better get back on track so we can actually close on time. No, no, it's not you at all. It's I don't know that we've ever ended a show on time. Is is really the uh, thing? <laughs> yeah. As, uh, just so you guys know, as Canadian, I'll just randomly apologize for anything. So I apologize oh, for yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before yeah. we go any further, I saw that I saw that Trudeau for Halloween went as Clark Kent. That was amazing. That was, that pretty, was pretty that was amazing. Pretty so, that was a pretty solid. Uh, it looked like it looked. He could play it. Yeah. Yeah. He pulled it off. Pull it off. He really did. I it's funny I though because we have because we have Lex Luthor in office, so you know it's really oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really quite fitting. It, it it would work quite nicely. Everybody, my dog Ollie the Greyhound has just joined us. He will be uh, hopefully quietly sitting in the co-host seat over here. So if you heard any door slamming or things being unwrapped, that's what it was. Um, yeah, that's Ollie. He does that. So um, I, I, I'm going to keep us moving here. Um, it appears that Zachary, is it pronounced Levi? Le- Levi? Yeah, yeah, Levi. Yeah. Levi? Levi? Levi would be a, with a Y, I believe. But anyways, yeah, has, been cast to, yeah, <laughs> has been cast to play <clears throat> Captain Thunder in the upcoming Shazam <laughs> movie. Captain Thunder? He just won't let it go. Yeah, he won't. You got it. Uh, it's Shazam. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I hope he bolts up. Yeah, yeah he better start I, tweeting right now. Well, did, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he? Tweet, he tweeted he's going to hit the gym for like forever, didn't he? I hope so, because he's fine as an actor. He's entertaining and stuff. But 
Yeah. Uh, Shazam's, you know, like supposed to be just massive, you know, like. Wasn't wasn't it supposed to be Dwayne Johnson? No, uh, bless oh, for Black Adam. Black Adam, his, his enemy. Oh, which I thought apparently I thought he not going to be. He's well, not well, going to be built, in this movie. Yeah. yeah, Dwayne Johnson's built like Shazam, but he's got he's got more Black Adam in him. Oh yeah, he's got the that's what she said. Perfect. Oh man, terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, terrible. Now you know what's it's funny? worse than the Ron Howard joke you didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that originally Captain Marvel, as he used to be called back, you know, you know, up until about five years ago. Um, was supposed to look like Fred McMurray, like yep. identical to Fred McMurray. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, Fred McMurray was, I believe he was a very tall man, but he was not a large man really. But oh, I think they were fa- going facially. It's, uh, it was only ever yeah. facially. They weren't. Go back and look at some of those drawings. He was actually kind of lanky originally. Uh, they started uh, making him look. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I've, I've read some of those early. I don't know about that. Yeah. I you know. I think that's the way. Because I think you get the contrast between the scrawny little kid and then this barrel-chested monster. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, everybody looked like a stick figure in the 30s and 40s, anyways. Comic right. art had not come very far. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Fred, I, yeah. Definitely, definitely Frederick Murray, though. And then when Alex Ross drew him, mm-hmm. you know, in all the Kingdom Come stuff, he he just oh, did a spot-on Frederick. Oh, he Murray. was just yeah, but his body was just super massive, though. Uh, when I, when okay, uh, real quick, there's a side there's a side conversation here that you've studied yeah. Fred McMurray's frame way too much. Way too much. So I couldn't when I was tell a you what kid, Fred McMurray's body type was. When I was yeah. a little kid, my three to be sons an expert. On, hold on, my three sons was on like nine hours a day, and he Fred McMurray filled up. Yeah, he he was the dad on my three sons. Yeah, I know, I know he was. Yeah. And you didn't call him yeah. my three sons. You just called it my one daddy. Look, I found Fred McMurray to be a very attractive man, okay? There's no shame in admitting that. No, absolutely not. not. Yeah. That's cool. I don't don't know why you guys gotta like pick on me. (laughs) I mean you're lobbing these softballs, by the way. Oh, I know. Look, if I didn't enjoy playing a um, kind of an ass on uh, this show, I wouldn't do the show, you know? It's quite all right. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I'm still up in the air on the Shazam movie. Uh, the, the casting hasn't helped so far. I could buy a slimmer superhero. They don't all have to be built like uh, Henry Cable, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But Henry was I, thin, too, before he, you know. Yeah. Got oh, yeah, I'm, well, sure, I'm sure at the end of the day, it'll yeah. it'll look passable. Well, I just, at, you just think at, of him as a barrel-chested dude, and then you watch anything, uh, any episode of Chuck, and it's like, yeah. Whoa. But look at like uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was, you know, a doughboy. Yeah. And 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 then he got he this got job, that. and I'm yeah. And then the, you know, okay, now we're going to send you to the gym nine hours a day for the next six months. So you know, I just can't They're, see Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson in a fight. That's a, <laughs> that's a real good observation. <laughs> like. It would be very one-sided. Yeah, but I, you know, they, listen, they they can achieve a lot yeah. with Hollywood trickery. I'm glad yeah. it's happening. So, I mean, this makes me feel like it's actually happening when they cast the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would so, think. Um, you know what? Tell, I, that, to the, I, I tell wanna, that to the Gambit movie. I, <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
I do want to ask you guys about one thing before we get into Paul's picks this week. Um, they just announced that Justice League will only be two hours long. And there was some bitching and complaining and some people happy with it. I'm pretty happy with it because I'm sick of three-hour epic films all the time. Yeah, you're old. You can't hold your pee that long. <laughs> um, I can. That's that's not true. I actually can hold it for quite a, quite some time. You got to remember, I I drive like a lot every day, so I'm used to holding my pee. Yeah, that's training. Yep, I've I've had years of doing that. So, I mean, guys, what do you think? I mean, I think movies have gotten too long in general. What are your general thoughts and feelings on that matter? It's they're a, a little, they're a little epic. Yeah. 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 They're, if, they're gonna, we, if they're going to go long, uh, not that I'm like uh, fixated on on intermissions, but uh, th- if they're going to go long, they got to have the intermissions. Blade Runner could have used one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I like I like Blade Runner, but it really could have used an intermission. Yeah. Yeah, I hear yeah. it could have used an audience too. Oh, that's just yeah, listen. Just you can't fault the audience for for not seeing a really, really great and insightful film. No, the, no, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, I mean, oh, Paul, Paul Blart Mall Cop, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. That didn't do any numbers. That's not the. That's not Paul Blart's fault. That's all audience failure. <laughs> was that Was that pretty good? I mean, was that a good movie, Joe? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. It's just the first garbage movie that jumped into my head. Is that one with a zookeeper or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> was Rob Schneider in that? I would have oh, watched I, it if he wasn't. Oh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody actually has ever seen this movie. So, uh, Jay Lamb, hold on. Jay Lambier over on uh, the View from Dog River, our other podcast group, says that he would watch play, uh, Hank play Dig Dug. Fred Spiegel. All oh, right, on. All right, maybe yeah. I, I might be on to something here. You might. Be. Yeah, got up a Twitch we're... channel. Uh, yeah. What the? What the? What the hell is a Twitch channel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds like something I don't want to be a part of. Yeah, well, yeah. Let Jeremy Jeremy will explain it to you, and he'll use uh, visions of Fred McMurray to describe the whole thing. <laughs> I can I only draw one person, and it's Fred McMurray. Um, is this, it sounds like Tinder for old guys. Is that what it is? Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've uh, we've a whole, gone off got rails a, here. I got a raft of terrible, terrible jokes to make. But. I know. Yeah. What's wrong with us today? <laughs> oh man, this is funny stuff. Um, hey, so yeah, uh, let's let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Keep moving. Oh, God. Um, oh, Paul, why don't why don't you help us get back on track here? What are okay. your picks this week? All right, my pick of the week is uh, Captain America six ninety five. Went back to its legacy numbering, and I was just so happy to read this because I finally got our Captain America back after this long secret empire of Captain America being a Nazi. We finally got a normal... Yeah, exactly right. So after that bullcrap is over, uh, finally Cap's back and he's all about the, you know, hope and, and inspiration and everything that he's supposed to be and he's back. And I just read this and I was just like, oh, Makes me feel so good after, you know, watching the news and all that crap. Uh, it's just, it was good. And I mean, Mark Wade, Chris Samney, those are the creators on it. And 
Uh, they did a great job on Daredevil, and when I heard they were doing this book, I was super excited to get on board, and uh, it paid off. I loved it. I was, yeah, I liked it a lot. Check it out. That's awesome. Mark Wade's always a good writer, so I'm, I'm glad to hear that he's uh, working on, you know, something worthwhile. Um, and what are you looking forward to next week, Paul? Uh, Star Wars number 38. So it's the uh, first issue with a new uh, writer. Uh, Kieran Gillen is taking over after Jason Aaron's uh, long run on Star Wars. Uh, I thought Kieran Gillen did a great job on the Darth Vader series that came out by Marvel. And uh, Dr. Aphra has been really good too. So I'm just excited to see kind of like how he's going to uh, take over after Jason Aaron's run. And uh, we're going to go back to Jeddah. So it's going to kind of tie in um, the Rogue One movie into this a little bit. So oh, okay. just excited to see how that's going to play out. And uh, it was, did you say it was written by Karen Gillan, the, the girl that played Amy Pond on Doctor Who? No. Oh. Different. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> Different person. <laughs> All right. Well, my interest my interest just wanes significantly on that one. I mean, well, it, it could sh- be. It, should, it shouldn't. No, it's different. Kieran, yeah, Kieran, more Kieran Gillen. Kieran. Yeah, and his Darth Vader was great. I, I, I he lost that. me with Doctor Afra. I wasn't. I, I I was excited about that book because I liked that character, and then I thought they kind of neutered her in her book, so I I dropped it. Okay, I could see that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I kept it. I kept it up. I dug it. But yeah, just because yeah. I love the murder, the murder droids. So anything with the murder They're droids fantastic. on there. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I felt like it suffered from that um, that thing that that they used to have to do during the during the uh, uh, comics code days, where you couldn't have a villain be a villain as a lead in a book. You know? Okay. Oh like yeah. A, you know what I'm talking about? So like, you could do a Joker book, but he had a, some someone had to be worse than him. And that's yep. what I thought with when Doctor Afra got her book. All of a sudden, they had they softened her up and everything. I just wanted a, a I hear book where saying. she was a lunatic, murdering people all over the galaxy. That's what I wanted. Oh jeez. So well, dark. she was. That's what she did in Vader. She was great. Well, yeah, she was. Yeah, I can see how she softened her up, but she still wasn't like a good guy. I didn't think. No, but it just was. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, as a girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Girls, I hear, I hear girls can't carry a narrative. Come on. <laughs> That's why nobody wants to see Wonder Woman. Yeah, no one wants to see that. Biggest yeah. movie of the year. Yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Um, hey, Joe, what'd you read? Yeah. I've been reading, uh, literally I've been reading the uh, uh, New Mutants, but the New Mutants from about five or six years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's the... Um, uh, the Abnett and Lanning series. So it was right around the time when the X-Men split up. So it was right before the Avengers versus X-Men crossover. And uh, and they were kind of, you could see that they were going for a reestablishment of the kind of dynamics that the team had back in the early, early days, like the early Claremont days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's decent. Yeah, it's a good it's a good run. I'm I'm working my way through you know some of my back issues, and it's a fun run. I just read the issue where Magma uh, went on a date with uh, Mephisto, the Mephisto, devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a completely charming uh, charming issue. I really liked it. I mean, Abbott and Lanning are awesome. Their yeah. Annihilation Conquest series totally. was their, one of my Annihilation was great. Ever. Absolutely, yeah. I loved their Legion stuff. Their, their book, Resurrection Man, if you've never read that, like the yep. first iteration of it, the New 52 was okay, but the first iteration of Resurrection Man was amazing. 
Yeah, they're a great team. Yeah, I think they've broken up though as a team. As my they have. Yeah, because Hamlet's riding Aquaman right now, I believe. Something. Yeah. But either way, anything you see, either of their names on a project, you know it's going to be quality. So yeah, yeah, that's what I've been reading. Those issues. So now you get twice. Now they're not working as a team. You get twice as many good comics. Right? Or do you get yeah. twice as many half? Twice as many half as good comics. I don't know. <laughs> that maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Okay. That's one way to spin it. All right, let's move on to the topic. we got about 15 minutes left, left here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about recasting um, because you guys know I'm nervous about the new guy playing Han Solo. I don't like the second Darren, but I did like the second Rachel in the Darkness series. Um, and I also, since Fred was going to be here, I kind of wanted to talk about this because the Corner Gas animated show had to recast a character. And I kind of wanted to get everybody's feelings on when, you know, the fact that we've had like 10 Spider-Men in seven years. So I kind of wanted to get everybody's feelings on recasting the same roles and can you do it when it's a classic role. So, Joe, I'm going to let you start. And whose dog okay. is that? Uh, that's my dog. That's Shirley Feeney. Okay. She's out of control. Shirley. And I'm the only one here. To, I'm sorry. I'm the only one here. Okay. So well, actually, if you want to, someone else grab it and I'll go in the other room and take care of it. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I hope he doesn't yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone else jump in. Okay. Paul, how do you feel about, like, recasting iconic roles in movies and TV shows? Um, it depends. I know that's, like, a super lame answer, but... Yeah, way um, to commit. Way to commit, Paul. <laughs> well, like, it, you know, it's just not like Darlene from Roseanne, you know, or, like, halfway through the show. She, there's a new daughter or something. Like, that doesn't bother me, but, like... Uh, if you're speaking about like Carrie Fisher, like I don't think I could handle a different actress playing, you know, Princess Leia. Like I think that would just be too much for me. It depends on how how invested I am on that actress and that character. It'd be like someone else playing Indiana Jones besides, you know, Harrison Ford or even Han Solo. I'm with you. I'm kind of kind of nervous about that, but. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with recasting because sometimes the, if the character is bigger than the actor themselves, then they should be recast. But sometimes those characters are the actor or actress. You know? Yeah, that's why I'm having an issue with the Han Solo recasting. Fred, what, what's your feelings on recasting a role like that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm the same. It kind of depends. I mean, I don't know. They do it in theater all the time, right? Like, Yes, you know, that, that's the, true. Good the, point. The, the Broadway will, you know, somebody's playing Tevia uh, differently, like, and then people compare the Tevias and they're different and all that stuff. And you know, with the Batman, how many Batmans have we had too? Right? Like, uh, I don't know. It depends. Like, if it's a franchise, and I mean, guys get old and they can't be those guys anymore, uh-huh. or, or women. So, uh, I don't think I have that big of a problem with it. I, I think it's. They, you know, like you say, depending on the character, they got to be really careful when they get into like casting. Like, well, we'll see what happens with Han Solo, but um, they better get it right because it's such an iconic role. Um, otherwise, I feel bad for the guy if he doesn't. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be the new Han Solo. I mean, I would. I'd like to paint it, <laughs> but I'd be like, I wouldn't want the stress associated with it. It'd be, uh, it, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. That's it. You know, and I get that there's a certain amount of, you know, like you're saying in theater, you can step in and somebody else can play the role. But like you and your character, Hank from Corner Gas, if I saw somebody else playing Hank, I'd be like, he's no Hank Yarbo. You know, <laughs> it almost it almost happened. 
Did it? They almost <laughs> recast your role? Well, they were trying they were trying to sell it in the states and and they wanted to sell the show as was. And I can't remember what network they were with and they just wanted to buy the idea and it almost came down to like a whole new cast of corner gas people. Oh my like god, an, I would yeah. Like the office? Yeah, like the office, but <laughs> Canadian to American, which would be different. Oh, I thought that, I thought the cast was perfect. I think the Canadian cast. They're great. Oh, I thanks. Leave it the well, hell alone. I, I like her too, except for my guy, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but I don't know, you know, like Amer- the American networks, they want to have it, they want to do it their own way. So, which is understandable. They, they, they know their market. It's one, thing, it's one thing Americans are pretty awesome at is, is, uh, is like television, especially the sitcom, the old multicam sitcoms. Nobody, nobody does multicam sitcoms like Americans. Um, so I guess they just felt it weird because we were a sitcom, but we weren't multicam. So they were probably weirded out by the uh, the way the show was. Huh. Okay. I just think yeah, it's weird actually, that they would, um, they would buy a Canadian show, cast a bunch of American actors, and then just end up filming it in Canada anyways. They, they probably would, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they'd lose the entire uh, tax credit. They'd be like, oh, what the hell? Make any sense. <laughs> no, but... Um, I don't know. It 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 aired on WGN down there for a while, and it you know it, it did pretty good in those little markets. People seem to like it, so it might well, have done all right on a big it. network. Yeah, yeah, that's how I found it. Yeah, um, but you know, and then one of the reasons, of course, I bring this up is that you guys are getting ready to do your animated series, and you actually lost a cast member before yeah. that was announced. Um, now this is a little different because we are talking animated. But, I mean, how is it working, I mean, working with somebody else in a role that you worked with that person for so long? What's it like? I mean, was that weird, or what, what are your feelings on it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was it, it was uh, really sad and weird, and because you become, you really do become family when you're together for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, our, we, ours worked out in kind of a weird nice way in that the, the uh, uh miss caslow who's playing uh janet now it, they were really she was really good friends with janet so um and she's doing a fantastic job it's not janet's um um emma emma uh, but uh it's a really good she's really captured the spirit of emma so it kind of works and um but yeah we were all wondering how that would work out and it 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 ended up working out uh, as best as it possibly could. So, but yeah, it's weird. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's weird. It's different. It's, you know, well, I, I've seen a few episodes of corner gas. I really enjoyed them actually uh, in, uh, in prep for the show. So thank you for oh, making thank a real, you. A, no, a really fun show. Uh, I'm not familiar though with the situation. You said you lost her. Did, did she pass away or did she just yeah, not coming she, back she, to the show? No, she passed away. Yeah. So oh, that's, I'm sorry that's, to hear that. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, it's it it is, and it's still kind of, still kind of fr- like it happened fairly close to when we. She actually did. We did a little demo, so Janet was there for the demo, and then when we got the pickup for the first season, she would passed away during that time. So there were they, you know, obviously they had to make a decision, and and uh, Bruce, Janet's husband, was like, no, no, Janet. Janet would, you know, would absolutely want the show to carry on. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it, 
and the fact that the um, Korean who is playing Emma now was such great friends with uh, Janet, it just it just worked out as best as it possibly could. It, it's a weird situation, a terrible, terribly sad situation that worked out as best as it could. Yeah, well, she was. I'm, I'm, I got her on IMDb right now. She was great. The episodes I saw. Oh no, she was fantastic. Awesome. Really like, yeah. fun. Yeah, and, and, uh, and she she made just like when we were filming the show, she made poker nights awesome. <laughs> she, she honestly was like she would come in there and she's like, all right, let's go, boys. And and uh, it was they, we had some really good laughs. She was one of a kind. There's literally nobody ever that could ever replace her. But Corinne, Corinne is doing an amazing job uh, with her own version of Emma. So it worked out great. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm glad, well, I'm glad to hear that. But go ahead, Joe. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I've got I've got my dogs under control now. Uh, I'm I'm okay with recasting, but typically when it's in a full on reboot retelling of the thing, it it mm-hmm. is jarring to me when you know for no real good like like the roadie change in Iron Man Iron Man Two, mm-hmm. you know where you know this yeah. is contractual and it just kind of ruins the flow or ruins you know especially they're building a world, but I don't. I, I'm glad they're making a new Han Solo movie, you know, and, and when they reboot Spider-Man, I hope that they change Spider-Man because he should always be young. And those, and Tobey Maguire was 108 years old by Spider-Man <laughs> three, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I, but I love James Bond. I grew up loving James Bond and, and knowing that, Oh, multiple guys play the same guy, Darren Unbewitched, like you said. So I'm, I'm fine with it. I just like it when it's a kind of a full package versus a, you know, just one random new guy. Oh, hey, you're you're the new Odin. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be this this next Batman change is gonna be a weird one for me because I really like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's he's like one of the standout things. Well, but I, I really hope play that role for fifteen. I really years. hope they're smart. Yeah, I really hope they're smart enough to do it with Flashpoint and just yeah. have the world reset and so that they say, oh, he's a younger Batman, and then you get a new actor. And it's the same universe, yeah. same everything. If they just straight up just do a new recast, that'll be jarring yeah. and awkward and no fun mm-hmm. for anybody. Because I want to yeah. see J.K. Simmons. I want to see J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon for every – I haven't even seen him yet, forever. but I want to see him <laughs> do it forever. Yeah. 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 See, the problem is, is now that I've seen J.K. Simmons since he started working out, I flash back to him and Oz, and I'm terrified of him all over again. <laughs> all over again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's talk about jarring. Go watch another, an episode of Oz. Oh, any episode of Oz is any so episode. jarring. Just pick one. So yeah. many reasons. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a, a troubling, troubling thing. So, Fred, we haven't, we haven't out-nerded you too much tonight, have we? No, I, it's been fun. I, I'm sorry, I've been mostly a passenger, but uh, you, you, you've rekindled oh, you're great. my. Oh, okay. oh thanks. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been fun, and and uh, it was uh, any any time. If you don't mind me, just kind of sitting here snickering at you guys. Not at all. Not at all. Matter of fact, like I said, well, I, well, you know what. Hope- well, I, I could be say, your uh, I could be your guys' ethnic man. I'll just sit here and just every once in a while go, ha, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, sir. You, you are correct, sir. Correct, sir. <laughs> that is kind of awesome. Well, you know what? We should we should maybe uh, Fred. Let's let's talk sometime in the future about getting a podcast for you. Let's uh, now that I've stumbled on this idea, I think we might be onto something here. Joe, figure uh, out how we get paid for this stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm working on that. 
I'm working yeah. on episode episode 92 of the free to listen Joe and Joe podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I just this. Well, technically, this is episode 170 something of the free Geekish Cast show. So nice. I, I, I understand your feelings on it, sir. I understand it. It could be an informative podcast uh, for Americans about Canadians, and it would just essentially be us Ooh. talking about beer and hockey all the time. But yeah. would, you know, like the uh, what's it like to be Canadian? Like introducing Canadians to Americans. Well, I've got the uh, name of the show. The name of the show is oh. "What You Need to Know Before You Move to Canada." Because we're all coming. Yeah. Did you guys see that story today that more Americans are becoming expatriates this year than every any year before? No. Uh, I don't know about that, but literally as yeah. we spoke, as we're speaking, I got a CNN Twitter thing from CNN. Uh, a pop-up says a Twitter customer support employee shut down Trump's Twitter account on their last day at, at working at Twitter. No, no. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that is too much. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh! Did you did, have you guys seen Pat Oswalt's new stand-up? It just yes, came out. Yeah, amazing. Oh I'm my right. god! Talking about. Oh. I can't watch it. Oh, it's really sad. I can't watch it. it. Well, yeah. it 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 is. It's but that's what I I I think that's what I loved about it. It was so honest. And yes. I mean, it's very funny. It's very sad. My wife and I were both had tears in our eyes at at a certain point. Uh, yeah. But oh my oh my god, he he just absolutely he 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 like as as a Canadian like we are I've never been more focused on American politics than I have been uh, these last couple of years. Uh, you know, watching what's been going down with Trump, obviously, and he just he he's like a window to what's going like he. he he just—he's a perfect window to what's going on for a lot of Americans. Not all Americans, obviously, but um, you need to watch it. If anybody's listening and they haven't seen it yet, you need to watch Pat. It's an amazing, it's so, an amazing uh, special. It's an amazing yeah. special. Yeah. I, I want to watch it. I'm just—I'm just trying to like get myself emotionally ready because I heard it was really sad. So it is—it is pretty emotionally taxing, really. <laughs> but it's—I I believe it's a happy sad. Like it's—it's a, it's a healing sad. Yeah. yeah. And he makes yeah. fun of me saying not me saying healing's funny because he's a, but anyway it, it's uh I hope you gotta watch it come on watch it I will yeah I will. well let's do this real quick um Fred if people want to find out more about you anything you're working on or corner gas in general you got a, an address or something they can check out uh oh jeez yeah I do oh I do I got a website I totally I haven't touched it in a long time but uh, uh Fred, 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 I I I couldn't get com. Apparently there's get a out. Fred Iwanek. No, <laughs> it. So it's Fred Uh but okay. it's really just it's really just a a hub, is that the word? To you know, here, here click that's my Twitter account. Yeah, that's yeah. my Instagram account. Uh so you can kind of get caught up there. I and I think there's a little like an old demo when I when I wasn't like in my forties. So there's a quick little demo of some of the stuff I've done. And uh yeah, you can learn about me there if you want. Awesome. Joe, if people want to see what's going on with Joe on Joe, where can they go? Oh, they need to go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts. They need to do a search for Joe on Joe. They could go to joeandjoe.com, but it's a terrible website. And you want to know why? Because as we spoke earlier, I don't make any money on Joe on Joe. I do it for the love. I love G.I. Joe. And yeah, so we're uh, 
where you find me. I'm on any anywhere you get your iTunes. We're we're almost done. We're almost done. We're we're nearly oh, yeah. done with the regular, Wait, regular you, you, got, you got a whole podcast on GI Joe? I do. Are yeah. you a GI Joe fan? Oh my god, I grew up with this stuff. Oh, oh I'm writing okay. it down. I'm writing it down right now. It's are really you free good. tomorrow? Are you free tomorrow to be a guest on my podcast? <laughs> well, you put me on the spot. I'm actually not. I got to brew beer, but um. <laughs> <laughs> well, not literally but, tomorrow. But let's talk. Oh. I want to get. I, I do want to get you on. I think you'd enjoy the show. We watch. We watch episodes of the show and have a laugh. And um, oh yeah, oh, great. You, it's like mystery. We mystery science theater. Oh yeah, you to the choir. All right, I'm in. You're in. Done. You heard it here first, everybody. And I, I can't go any further without giving a shout out to my lovely wife Rebecca and uh, Steve Whit- Whitlock, who are listening right now in St. Louis, Missouri, just south of St. Louis. Hey, Louis. Hi guys, Rebecca Steve. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's like my uh, my my nighttime shout out musically. Nice. And I miss nice. her terribly. I miss her terribly. She's texting me. I miss her terribly, and I can't wait till she gets home tomorrow night. But I am seeing Thor tonight without her. So there you go. Well, you know, <laughs> Joe, you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I'm my own man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, be your own dude. Um, and you know, my apologies to anybody listening live. You're actually going to have to listen to the replay because we've gone into overtime. And that's a shocker. Here at Geekish Cast Live, we pride ourselves on being professionals who almost always end the show on time. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, Paul, what's your Twitter address? At Paul Vieira 79. There we go. Yeah, Fred, we could we could do a show where we talk about like the differences between America and Canada and pierogies and pickled beets. Oh God, pierogies. Now that's it. It's in my head. I gotta go eat some pierogies. Yeah. We, well, you got like a you got like a garage full of them or something, right? I got a pierogi. You guys know what? We do every New Year's Day. We do pierogies. My wife says pierogi day. Uh, New Year's oh. Day at our house. We cook up dozens and dozens of pierogies and invite our friends over. You're all invited, of course. Oh, I'm there. I I don't know. To person, I've, every once in a while, you come across somebody that doesn't like pierogies, and it just baffles my mind. I don't understand don't, it. Unfriend them. Immediately. Immediately. If they, Fred, if they don't like pierogies, they're not really your friend. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Somebody should uh, tweet Donald Trump. Find out if that man likes pierogies. I got a feeling he might not. No, he loves. He loves yeah, them? He loves. No, he loves uh, taco salad bowls. Oh, and awesome. cheeseburgers. All he eats and is cheese- fast food. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is great. I hope he keeps eating it and has a heart attack. He's already 70. How much, how much older can he get without having a heart attack? You know what I mean? The worst. There comes a point where it just happens, and it doesn't matter that you eat terribly. The man has to get a <laughs> golf cart to take him from his car to his front door. Come on. Uh, it, that it's son a of sad, a bitch. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs that whether you, you agree with a, a, a president's politics or not, generally there's a bit of respect for him. The, the, and, and to listen to um, you guys talk about your president that way, it's a, it, it's very telling. No, yeah. It, Fred, I've got friends and customers who are big fans of his. Uh, so I, I, I bite my tongue a lot during the day and at work. And obviously, Paul's in the armed forces. And probably it's not even legal for him to hear us talking like this. <laughs> That's why I'm being quiet right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I hate... Look, I wasn't a big fan of Bush. I would pay money to have him back. I was right. scared to death of, of Romney becoming president. You know what? I would have donated money to his campaign if I'd known this was coming. Um, oh. 
I, a mil- I'd rather have Romney a million times over. Yeah, because you know, at least he was a responsible adult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's terrifying. Just terrifying. Well, you know what? You know what? Guess what? Mueller came. Indictments are coming. They've already started. So, I mean, all this is this is all going to wrap up real quick. Uh, see, I'm I'm afraid you're I mean, wrong. It'll take because, forever. It'll take yeah. forever. But it's going to get ugly quick, is what I'm saying. Oh, it'll get ugly, and it'll be look. There's going to be heads rolling and blood smattering, and I'll tell you right now, uh, little Mister uh, Baby Junior, son of a bitch, son-in-law ain't going to be married to that man's daughter for much longer. They'll throw it all on him, and he'll go to prison yep. or something, and yep. he'll have to eat. Yep, he'll have to eat the uh, eat the bullets to save the family. And by bullets, you mean flashing back to that episode of Oz with J.K. Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I. You know, here's. I, I do. But I try not to. I try not to make rape jokes as I'm trying to be more sensitive to that and like not think uh, wait, wait, prison wait, rape wait. is funny. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just whenever no, no, wait, I gotta starts go with something like that, it's you, you, usually uh, there should be a friend going, dude. It's time to go. <laughs> like, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't, oh God, he's gonna say it. He said it. Oh, God. He said it anyways. Oh God! All right, well, let's, let's let's bring it back to geek stuff and and, and sign off. And yeah, yeah. Let's wrap, wrap well, this puppy know, up. Let's do this real quick, guys. Give me on a scale of one to five. What was your impression of the uh, the Todd in the Book of Pure Evil animated movie, Joe? Uh, one to five, I would give it a three. I, mm. I think that's respectable because you didn't watch yeah. the show either, right? No, I didn't. I had seen one episode of it because I'm a fan of Jay and Silent Bob, so I was aware of it. And I'd seen one early episode. I was surprised. I didn't realize they were doing an animated one to kind of wrap it up. Uh, and then, frankly, the Vimeo kept stuttering on my phone, so I couldn't, I couldn't oh, watch it on my phone. And so, yeah, so, so I really only got through about half of it. I enjoyed it, uh, but I was a little, you know, not being a big fan of the show, and it's the wrap-up thing. A lot of it didn't mean a lot to me. Um, yeah, I, but I was, was hoping some, there were some funny gags in it though, for sure. Yeah, I was hoping the gags would carry it, but they, a lot of it was just, let's wrap this story up. And so, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. Now, see, I love the show, so I'd give it a mm-hmm. solid four. But it also, it's within context of I have even the musical episodes memorized. So, um, <laughs> yeah. do you know why? Do you know, is it just a budget thing? Why they why they did uh, went to animated so, versus? Yeah. Yeah, I well, saw an interview. I saw an interview with them, and it's exactly why budgetary. They couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't do it. Well, uh, when I I actually talked to, uh, well, I'd have to go look at the episode. Craig David Wallace actually did our show, and he's one of the creators of Todd and Book of Pure Evil. And when they were on Space, even in Canada, like they'd show it at one time a day, and a thousand people would watch, and they'd show it another time a day, and fifty thousand watched. So they'd show it at that time again, and then four hundred people would watch. It couldn't find an audience. So they kickstarted it after season two to try to wrap it up. They got enough money. They started it, and then they ran out of money. And then apparently the Canadian government or the province that they were in came up with money to finish it. But, yeah, it was – couldn't mm-hmm. find the right audience, couldn't – didn't have a budget, but had enough fans and enough support that they got it done. So I think it's cool. I, I, I'm a, I love animation. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought the animation was really good, and, and yeah, I I haven't seen the series. I've only like I obviously knew about it and seen little bits and pieces, so a lot sure. of it was lost on me. Uh, but yeah, I thought it made me made me giggle a bunch of times. And oh yeah, um, 
Yeah, now I kind of actually want to go back and check out the series. So Yeah, just um, guys, make sure nobody's wife knows I gave them this movie to watch just in case the dick jokes get too much. <laughs> uh, okay. that guy. Yeah. Is it actually actually is it a bit creepy that a forty year old dude finds it? A... <laughs> I'm still seventeen in my mind, I guess. No, no, no. Because you know what, Fred? That's the thing. I still think dick and fart jokes are hilarious, and I'm 44. You know, so I don't think it's weird at all. I, all right. I think we've just found our people, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul, on a scale of one to five, what would you give it? I can't even rate it because I started watching it and. I was like, whoa, wait, this is like a sequel to the series. And I'm such a continuity nerd that I have to immediately stop. Couldn't do it. Okay. I stopped. So I'm going to have to watch, I'm going to start watching it tonight, the series, and I'll probably finish it in a couple of days and then I'll watch it. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, <laughs> next, next week when we do this again, uh, let us know. Um, Fred, if you were to rate it one to five, just, you know, within context of yourself viewing it, what would you give it? Uh, yeah, I think I think three three and a half is fair, but because yeah. uh, I did I did really enjoy I, I found it entertaining. I thought the animation was really good, which is encouraging because mm-hmm. I understand they're same guys doing the uh, corner gas animation, so that's kind of oh, cool. that's that's awesome. Yeah, because it looked yeah. great. Yeah, I thought yeah. it looked really good. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll go three three point three and a half. And I think that's I probably, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's pretty good. All right, guys, let's do that. We're gonna wrap up. Um, let me see here. So yeah, next week's interview will be with Kevin Eastman. Uh, that will be up Tuesday, and then so next awesome. Thursday's yeah, next Thursday's guest host is uh, Fred. It's our mutual friend Corbin Salican, who directed oh, really? Patterson's Wager. Yeah. Oh right on. He, you, you guys, that'll be an enjoyable podcast because he he's actually quite intelligent. Yeah. Every time we've had Corbin on, it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Well, great. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, this is Jeremy for Fred, Paul, and Joe saying bye-bye, everybody. Ciao. All right, guys. Thank, thank you very much. Great yeah. job, guys. Oh, cool. yeah. Thanks Thanks for letting me tag along, guys. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks hey, for Fred, doing it. It was Fred, a lot of fun, Fred. Fred, for real, I want to have you on the show. And actually, Paul, i got to get you on the show, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I love, love that. It so bad. Uh, Jer- Jeremy's got all my contact info. Uh, okay. So he, he can he can just pass it to your. If you got a yeah. pen, I'll give you my email. You want my email? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't don't do that. Don't do that here. No, don't no, do that don't here. do it. I'll get it. Oh, I'll okay. get it from Jeremy. And you know what's funny? We're about to start the episodes that were done by the, the Canadian company. So I'll we can use you to launch the Canadian. Uh, <laughs> ah, the ones which, for the record, are terrible. But we'll. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the Canadians' fault. Though. It's not the Canadians' fault at all. But well, all, the, all, the, all the American GI Joes have Canadian accents. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, I, guys. I, well, I, okay. Yeah, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. When we, we get done here, I'll shoot you his email and stuff, and then you guys can. Yeah. And, put I, it and I really, I really did the corner gas, man. I really liked it. It was very oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad good. to hear it. Yeah. It's uh, it's people either love it or hate it. There's a uh, up here in Canada, it's a love hate thing. There's people that love it, and then there's a, a section of the population that are like, yeah, man, it's stupid. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, super, yeah, it's, you know. it's super charming. It's super yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I, I, uh, the, the thing I'm most proud of is that literally anybody in the family can watch it. And there's yeah. there's very few of those kind of programs out. So, <laughs> you know, well, we told you this at dinner that night. Your episode, the fishing episode, turned my mother-in-law off your show. 
I know that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, you know, corner gas is too racy for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a, the one episode I watched was uh, you guys wanted to build the world's biggest hoe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, oh, that, yeah, all that the hoe jokes one. were pretty good. <laughs> Dirty crack hoe. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, I'm glad that that makes me happy. I'm glad you you enjoyed. Yeah, it. yeah. Awesome. Right on. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Um, we can all reconnoiter at some other time. Fred, you're welcome back with any time you want to come back on. I will clear your schedule for you. Cool. Um, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get more caught up to. I'll get. I'll reconnect with my uh, my youthful geekness and and be a better be less of a passenger next time. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what we'll do? Also, Paul, keep this in mind. Anytime there's Watchmen news, let's see if uh, even if he can only jump on for a few minutes, let's have Fred back because that's his only comic book uh, love and interest right now. Is that's not true. I got a bunch of stuff, but no, really, I think what? No, Watchmen was the one that got me back in when we were shooting Corner Gas. Uh, Brent's a huge comic book guy, and there was a comic book store right across where I was staying. And uh, I was I was saying to him I was like oh, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go in there I haven't been in the comics for so long he's like he said get Watchmen so that was the first one that got me back into the comic book world. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. uh, we should we'll be talking soon then because Doomsday Clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw on Twitter Gary Frank uh, they just sent the first issue off to the printers. Did you cool. read that the New York Comic Con Ashcan that they put out? No, I flipped through it. I did not read it. The browser that I, I saw it on was hard to read. Yeah, so I read it, and there's a, a big spoiler at the end, so I'm not going to say it, but you guys should check it out. Fred, you should, if you like Watchmen, that's... Yeah, Doomsday, Doomsday which one? The Doomsday Clock. Yeah, Doomsday Clock, yeah. I'll ch- I'm going to check it out. It'll come out in a couple weeks, right, I think? Cool. Yeah. It'll be this one. All right. Hey, excellent. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. All Great. right, guys. We'll do this again uh, next Thursday. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have right. some, some poutine and watch Todd. There you yeah. go. Poutine nice. always wins. <laughs> okay, see you guys. All right, Thank see you, you guys. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, Bye. Joe. Bye-bye. Paul. You got it. <laughs>